another glad to be alive on earth episode of the sunday morning hangover i'm your host the reverend mark time with you probably for four hours today the first hour of the show is near and dear to my heart i interviewed anna turnheim who i've been playing on my show for the last uh, few weeks and i know you're probably sick of her but Nevertheless, I interviewed and saw her show last week at the Wow Hall. It was incredible. She is just a goddess. She sings like a bird. I don't know how to describe her to you. Kind of like a modern-day Joni Mitchell, but don't let that turn you off. Uh, the next hour of the show will be Rare rare Tracks by Anna, some live stuff, and interviews uh, in between the songs. Uh, I had a nice little talk with her last week about... What's up with Anna Turnheim? So I really think you're going to dig this. It's really good Sunday morning fare. And I want you to just kick back and relax and get into the hypnotic nature of her music. She's a Grammy Award winning artist from Sweden. I think she's really going to go places. And I hope Hollywood doesn't spoil her. So sit back, relax, and listen to my interview after the first track, which is a live track with Anna Turnheim here on the Sunday Morning Hangover. Oh. Uh. 
talking with Anna Turnheim. Am I pronouncing your name right? Yeah, I think it sounds pretty good. Because I've heard some Swedish radio broadcasts where they pronounce it Turnheim. Well, if I would pronounce it in Swedish, it would be Turnheim. Turnheim. Your English is really incredible. Of course, you lived in America for a little while, right? In Georgia? Yeah, in Georgia, but that was now like over 10 years ago. Uh -huh. I went uh, to high school for a year, senior year. And are you living in New York City now? Is yeah, I just moved uh, in March, so it's a couple of months, um, and I like it very much. But I just like the, the energy that you find there, like all these different people and the smells, and people that come there for different reasons, crazy people, and like there's, there's, uh, it, it's big, so you you can disappear almost, but it's also big in a way that it's, I feel it's forgiving towards all kinds of people. You can be the way you want. Call me free today If you see it my way Time on my side as well as my mind is It's not with you for sure no, not anymore I intend to stay away for good Just a matter how I 
Sometimes I don't, especially when I'm in the middle of recording and I'm just in the middle of my own stuff. I don't really. It's hard taking in new, new, new stuff. But for this particular record, because right now uh, I'm in the process of finishing my third album, I've been listening a lot to Bob Marley, like rediscovering that from my childhood, and Nina Simone and, and like Michael Jackson, artists I've never really given time before. I've just been listening to amazing singers this time around, I think. Do you like standards? Are you going back and discovering a lot of standards, like, oh, let's say, for example, Peggy Lee or anybody like that, uh, any of the old uh, 40s and 50s singers, or are you more into the 60s, 70s scene? I don't know. I mean, it's like if I stumble upon something that I like, in general, usually it's, if it's a song that I like, then I just, you know listen until I can't stand it anymore right. so I just pick and choose from everything I've been listening to a lot of Frank Sinatra also but as w- he's an amazing singer I, 
I think my next album is going to be different from the one I, that I put out here now. Right. Before that one, I listened to a lot of Britpop music, and I was into Radiohead there like, for, for a while, and going back to my old Depeche Mode, my Cure albums from when I was a teenager. And, and yeah, now I've been listening to Bob Marley. And, uh, so, I don't know, it's whatever inspires me at the moment, and whatever I can find something in that sort of gives me also ideas for how to make music. I think that's how I listen, you know, see what I can find.
first band there was a band called Sova is that the name yep and I, of course I don't have the Sova CD if there was one um, how would you describe your early days your early bands well that was uh, acoustic music it was um, well, the first time that I had a band where we played my songs before that I was just part of bands playing other people's songs or cover songs but um, it was me and a friend actually a friend of mine that now also lives in New York so we've sort of met after all these years again but I wrote the music and I sang she also sang a little bit she played the clarinet and we had a bass player and a drummer <laughs> it sounded pretty uh, awful at times and pretty wonderful at times also it's documented on demo tapes out there somewhere. <laughs> How would you describe it? Like punk rock, uh, new wave? No, I would say singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter? Yeah. And so what happened? How did you go from Sova into, you know, recording your first album? And I guess you had some demos that were circulating, right? Yeah, well, I went back to Sweden and I finished school and then I sort of continued working, going to different kinds of schools, art schools and with architecture, University of Architecture for a while. I worked in restaurants and, and bars and uh, just, you know, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my time. And while I did all of this, I continued playing with different people. And, you know, it just takes time also finding people that understand you. Because I'm quite limited. I just do what I do. I've always just played my... From, from when I had my own band, I've all, always played my own music and own songs every sort of band that I've been involved in since then has been, you know, about my own music. Fine 
Listening to the Sunday Morning Hangover with Reverend Mark Time, interview with Anna Turnheim. Part two of the interview with Anna Turnheim will be in a few minutes after these messages. You're listening to KWVA Eugene. So, in an emergency, who do you call? You, Mom. Neighbors teach their children the rules of personal safety. Don't go out alone. Always let an adult know where you're going. Say no if you feel threatened. And please have a current picture of your child. Hi, I'm Sharon Smith. My husband, Senator Gordon Smith, and I want your children to be safe. So be smart and teach your child the basics. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. You are listening to 88.1 FM, KWBA Eugene. This is DJ Yolanda. Catch my show Wednesday. In the middle of the night, that's Tuesday night, midnight, at 2 a.m., Wednesday morning. Welcome to Wednesday. Themes, non-chaotic, quixotic themes. If you'd like to contribute, call our request line, area code 541-346-0645. You can welcome Wednesday here with me on KWBA. 
KPFA 88.1 FM, Tuesday nights, midnight at 2 a.m. with DJ Yolanda. This is the Sunday Morning Hangover here on KWVA, and we're going to get into part two of the interview with Anna Turnheim when she played Wow Hall, Eugene, last week, and this interview was conducted last week on Sunday. My secret is the name of yeah. it. Could you tell me a little bit about that at all, or do you ever want to talk about your songs? Well, it's a love song. It's a very bright and hopeful love song, I think. I wrote it a long time ago, but then the particular story behind that or people involved. I'm, I'm a big David Bowie fan, and I think he was one of my first idols, actually. I was five years old, and I fell in love with putting uh, fire on gas at once. And the cat people, <laughs> I could sing every word when I was five years old. So I have, uh, you know, always been fascinated by, by him and his voice, his way of singing. And, um, well, I could never <laughs> sing China Girl the way he does. But, but and, your and that's version. not the point. That's not the point of, you know, if you do a cover, you want to make the song your own. And you did, because that verse just knocks me out to me. It just reinvents the whole song, much like Shoreline, your version of Shoreline. I mean, I've heard the Broder Daniel version. And tell me a little bit about that song. Was that a hit single in Sweden? No, it was never put out as a single, but it was a very big song from from that album that came out, and they they're sort of legendary in Sweden. I think they. They're going to have their last concert ever in, Stock- in Sweden this summer. But they've existed for, like, I don't know how long now, but it was during the 90s. Like yeah, I think they're late 80s into yeah, the 90s. And then they broke up and got back together again. They broke up and got back together, and they're this huge indie band that's always sort of stayed below the radar, except these last couple of years. And the lead singer, Henrik, he writes, I mean, really beautiful songs melody-wise and lyric-wise, and when you strip it down, you know, a song like that that's, you know, recorded with distorted guitars, pretty like, his voice really cuts like knives, Right. it all comes down to really good songs, so it was easy, sort of, just stripping it down to a piano. Because that's what's amazing about your version, is that you actually take, there's a change where you go up on the piano in that song, there's a chord change where... They don't emphasize that so much, and you do. You they act- don't do it, actually. I, I play it in major. They play the whole song in minor. Right, right. But it was, a, I can't say that was a, you know, like, conscious choice. I was like, that happened by mistake, and uh, listened to it, and then the original, I was like, ah, but that's nice, I'm going to keep that. Youth 
things that year and I went on one I mean I did great tours and but things happened really fast and then, yeah I won Grammys but I don't know how you compete in music it's, it's <laughs> a mystery to me um, and of course it, it helps you in the beginning of your career it opens certain doors and, you know from there on you, you can work like in your home country right the doors open easier. in Sweden yeah the doors open in Sweden but I mean to me it's it's about moving, I think, constantly moving, and in order to evolve and to like really be able to write music, I I need to move on. I, I cannot repeat what I've already done, and this is a way, I guess, of reinventing myself or my songs, like starting all over in a way. And I get to tour with Joseph now, that I'm a big fan of. And I met him, and I opened up for him in England before Christmas. And now I'm here, and this is his home, you know. And I come and open up for him, and it's, it's, you know, it just gives you different perspectives. It's good. No subtle man 
Somebody outside has. There's two versions. There's like an acoustic yep. version of that as well. How did that come about? Tell me about that. Well, uh, the album was recorded with a band, but I've been doing a lot of acoustic shows since the first record. Always takes a lot of time to get together. You know, versus recorded in kitchens and in sawmills and in studios, and finally, you know, you have it together. And then I got a record deal. So it was a struggle just, you know, getting to that point. So you have all these different versions because you've been playing live. And I felt I wanted to do that for my fans, you know, for the people that knew me from, you know, the very start, like the, my friends, basically. So, so it was just something I did a weekend or like a Saturday. I don't know. We just recorded the songs at this different. Your new album, yeah. how would you, do you have a title yet? Yeah, I do, but I wouldn't give it away because it's it's too early. But I do have the title. How how would you describe your new record? Well, I think it sort of takes a step right to the left side and then back and then twists and turns. <laughs> it's nothing like the second album at all. It's going to be something new again. I think like my first one is really different from the second, and the third one, well, it's going to be. I've made a lot of very, I've made choices this time. It's going to be very, like, simple and uh, not blown up in any way at all, I think. Because I wanted to blow things up on my second yes. album. I wanted to, when I had the means to use an orchestra and record strings, I wanted to do that. I wanted to be in real studios, and I was aching to explore that sort of path. And I guess this is just a reaction towards that. I want to do something different. It's going to be, it's going to be going to be simple in a good way, I think. I'm, I'm, 
I mean, right in the middle of it now. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to, I can't really say, any, talk too much about it. I any think. date, any release date, when do you think it'd be out? Oh, not before Christmas here. Will it be out in America first? Uh, I mean, at the same time that it would be in Europe? Or? No, but closer this time. Okay, I'm going to try closer. to make it all sort of work together. That, that's a hard part in the beginning, you know, <laughs> logistics of everything. You know, my, my second album was re released, now it's almost two years ago in Sweden. Yeah, and, and people are just hearing it. And people are just hearing it. So <laughs> these songs that I'm going to play tonight are like older to me, but... But that's the way it's always going to be. I mean, once you write something, it's going to stay there forever. Yeah. You don't really get rid of it.
Tell me about your band. I love your keyboard player, the guy with the beard. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the obvious. Well, we haven't played that long together, and I've never had a real fixed band. It's been different bands for both records. So that band sort of recorded my first album, with me, my second album, and went on tour with me for a year. Yeah. Um, I don't know, he's, he's that particular guy you're talking about, the keyboard player. He's, he's a, you know, he just got a kid, and he's, he's back in Sweden. I moved, so I don't know who I've been playing with. Not not on tour with you or anything. Not on tour with me right now. Yeah. Well, when did this tour start? Where did you start this tour? We started in Boston, uh, and then we did the East Coast, Philadelphia, New York, and New Jersey. Then we flew over, and we played in L.A. and San Diego, San Francisco. Now we're heading up. Last shows in Vancouver. It's all the farmland here. Yeah. This is fun. your second time here, though, right? Your it, second it tour. It is. I'm I'm so happy. It's like I'm getting out, you know, I get the opportunity to play. It's always difficult when no one knows, knows who you are. <laughs> you know, I, this is a new land to me. I'm <laughs> broken ground. Musical heroes, people that you admire. You mentioned David Bowie. Are there any others? Well, I'm a big fan of Nick Cave. 
Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Uh, yes, Nick Cave, very much. All his bands. And um, what else? I was brought up, I mean, my father influenced me a lot in the beginning, so I grew up with his albums when I was young. That was a lot of Pink Floyd and Neil Young and Bob Dylan, like, that whole tradition. But music is like, it's so personal. It's the same with, you know, when people listen to what I do, some people love it and some people can't stand it, you know, and if they can't stand it, they should just turn it off. You should, music is never something that, you should, it should be forced on you. It's, right. it's pleasure. It should be enjoyable. It should make you feel something. Same thing with all sorts of art. You shouldn't have to be intellectual about it or understand it. It should just you know, strike right at the heart. How to get to five points Make the wrong turn, you'll know If you're thinking of going Think no more Who's taking you down there? What's his name? Let me know The price he offers Around the corner of love Halfway to five points It's as far as you'll come Halfway with high hopes Of love Softly with her song, Anna Turnheim. An hour with Anna Turnheim is what you just heard. You heard an interview recorded at Wow Hall last week, 7 20 
And the following songs, halfway to five points, we're going backwards. Black Widow, Girl Laying Down, No Subtle Man, Shoreline, recorded live, My Secret, China Girl, recorded live, One to Blame, Today is a Good Day, and Better Be Live. Live tracks from Austria, September 2nd, excuse me, 22nd, 2007. Anna Turnheim, and you will not be hearing much of her on The Hangover because I've been playing the crap out of her music for the last... Three weeks, because she played in Eugene last week. It was a great show. Uh, she was addressing the audience. At one point, she asked for requests, and I requested Black Widow, which uh, there are really hardly any live recordings of. Hopefully, I could get a recording of that show. I know they were recording that show, and someday maybe you'll hear it. Here on the Sunday Morning Hangover with your host, the Reverend Mark Time. This is KWVA, Eugene we're going to be back to another three-hour hangover after these messages. <laughs> 